Michael Kelly, welcome to the Bluminati Podcast. Thank you. So glad to be with you. Thanks for coming. Uh, so you have, since your appointment, followed thousands of people on Twitter, which, by the way, we're all worried about you because if things start to turn, your DMs are just going to look like a... <laughs> it's going to be accessible. It's, it's going to look bad. like a slot uh, machine, just bing, 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 bing. <laughs> We've been there. So, um, but in your outreach, and I know you're still doing this remotely um, and trying to get in contact with people and do it that way, what have you learned so far about USF that you didn't know before? for um, since you've taken this job. Well, as I said in my opening comments at the uh, press conference, you know, I, I feel the engagement uh, that we need to have with the local community, with our fans, and with fans to come uh, is really important for us as a relatively young athletic department, as, as one that's on the move. Uh, I really feel in these days, this day and time, and the only way you can do that is by, by a lot of engagement. So that's why I am. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to be able to spend all my time on social media, nor should I. But being able to listen here and, and, and communicate uh, our thoughts and messages uh, as efficiently, effectively as I can is, is important. So to me, uh, it hasn't been a real surprise, but I've been I've been appreciative of the warm reception, and I've been just impressed with the uh, passion. Yet, I think the uh, you know, reasonableness of, of people understanding the, of where we are, which is a very positive place, but where, where we need to go, where we want to go, and how that might have some steps uh, along the way that people need to be patient with. But uh, but the passion and the excitement about it has not necessarily been a surprise, but it's been encouraging. Uh, this is college football. There is no patience to be had. I don't know if you're familiar with the, the patience thing. Sure. Yeah, that can yeah. get a little trickier out here. Um, you had worked at USF years ago. I, I mean, I don't know if we were there at the same time. You might have like just left just before it started, or we crossed over for like very brief time when right. when I worked there. Um, what you've been away from the program, but you've still followed what they do and where they've gone and things. What appealed to you about this job? Why was this? I mean. You know, you're somebody who has a lot of cachet in the industry. You probably could have picked a bunch. You probably had a bunch of other opportunities. Why was USF the right fit for you? Well, the word you just used, fit, is uh, meant a lot to me. I've, I've always had a dream of being an athletic director when I was younger. Um, but as I uh, matured and had different experiences, they were very, while I still had that goal and that dream, it was at very few places. And one that had a fit, one that I think had uh, where I could make an impact and a difference. And as this uh, opportunity started to present itself, uh, that's what really appealed to me. I, I, I appreciate what USF did for me career-wise. I love the people I interacted with, obviously even starting from Paul Griffin, Leroy Selman, and many others. Um, and then I love the Tampa Bay community. It's been a big part of it. Brought me, uh, USF brought me there for the Final Four. Uh, Super Bowl kept me there. USF kept me there. And then since then, even coming back with ACC basketball, ACC football, uh, CFP National Championship game, uh, I think sometimes you get messages. And uh, my life kept leading back to Tampa Bay, and uh, obviously the next chapter of my life is going to Tampa Bay and USF is going to be a big part of that. You said you said yesterday we were chatting that you're going to be going south of Kennedy, which I personally <laughs> believe is just a horrible, horrible mistake for you. Terrible. You're the worst. It's absolutely the right call. It's really <laughs> not. What, what about the South Tampa area that makes you feel like this is where you want to set up your family for the next decade or however long sure. you're here for. Well, obviously I have a good familiarity with the, with the area as a whole. I was uh, I was in the Citrus Park area and I was there before. I even lived in Clearwater when I was there for the Final Four. So I love all, all our parts of it. Really for me to transition into the community and go, you know, bull speed ahead like we've talked about is to uh, is to not only have the full engagement of everything on campus, which is important to me up in up in the North Tampa area, but to uh, to engage with the business community with, with a lot of fans and society. And, and frankly, I just love what downtown 
Tampa has become since I left the area. Uh, as you saw what we did with in conjunction with Rob Higgins during the CFP National Championship game, uh, we, we, we bit hook, hook, line, and sinker into the whole Tampa Riverwalk experience, and that's only gotten better in the two years since I left. So, frankly, uh, I love that as a, as a visitor, and now that I get to do that as a, as a lifestyle is, is, is awesome for me and my family. Again, a wise man, and, and this actually <laughs> goes into my um, my next question, which is development and development strategy has been a, a real challenge for USF over the last 10 years, and, and going even beyond that. Um, it seems like the, the program is having a difficulty raising the amount of money that correlates with the success that they've had in the field. Mm-hmm. So people see USF winning, but the dollars from private private dollars aren't really flowing in the door that you would normally, in the way that you would normally expect. Um, you just got this job, and I know you're still in that assessment phase, but overall, what is, what should a development strategy for a school, at, at a Power 6 school at this level, what should a development strategy look like long-term to help change that narrative and, and help make USF feel more, a, where more people are a part of USF's development strategy and, and buying into the program financially? Yeah, and it, it starts, as I keep hate to keep using the word, but it starts with engagement, and I'm not, you're right, I haven't been here long enough to know what efforts have been made before. I know they have been. I'm not denigrating any efforts of people before. I know they've tried very hard. Uh, but we're at a we're at a critical stage right now where we've got to engage, find even more. We, we've succeeded as a program as a relatively young one, uh, probably with the, with the help of a relatively few <laughs> number of people. And I again, we need we need and appreciate every single fan and donor that we have. But frankly, folks, it, it, it takes a village. It's going to take take more. And I hear a lot of great, passionate things, as you talked about in your first statement. People yeah, want yeah. the stadium. People want the football center. People want national championships, uh, American championships, all that. Hey, everybody wants that. No one's no one's disputing that. But uh, we all have to we all have to contribute. Uh, ways that you've done even with your with your group on on, on grassroots efforts is, is just a, to me is very encouraging. We've got three hundred thousand living alumni. All right, less than one percent of them currently ever donated to the athletic department. So to me, that's that's that speaks volumes not only about how successful we've been with that much support, but to me, I don't look at that as a negative. I look at that as an encouragement. Say, wow, we got a lot of people that if we tell the story, make them proud about what we're doing, let them see about the vision where we want to go. I can't believe we can't get people to get us where we where we need to go with these next couple of projects that we've all got identified. So, um, Mike, we got some questions here from some of our fans. Um, so we're gonna we took out the bad ones, and we're gonna run with what we got here. An app for athletics. People have. There was an app at some point. Apparently, that is no longer a thing. Development of something is that is that something that's on your horizon? And what what vision can you see for something like that to help interact? You know, because you talk about engagement. Sure, it might be the best way to engage. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I have to. Uh, you know, I was very involved with all of our digital creations at the CFP, so I'm very familiar with the technology and what's out there. Uh, I know with with Sidearm, from what I know of our, of our website, they you know they design very responsive websites. So you really have to find you know when you you don't just want to put an app out for the sake of putting one out there. You want to find what it offers in terms of a distinguishing uh, factor. And if it's really not that unique, then then it's not worth the money or the investment. That being said, we certainly want to always be on the forefront of, of digital aspects of things. I love the way we've got the uh, uh, the podcast and the radio station. I think it's a unique and creative way to get information out there all the time uh, with iHeartRadio and that sort of thing. 
but uh, hey, it, uh, I promise to absolutely explore it. It's just, I think everyone has to understand, all right, well, what you don't just want an app just for the sake of having an app. Uh, your website, when it's responsive and it's on your phone quite mobily, anyways, if it's the same information, there's no reason to do it. But if there's something that offers differently, if we can add unique things with customer service at the stadium, things that help you at your with your experience, if it's augmented reality, if it's virtual reality, there's a lot of things that I've seen come to life that we'll have to explore. I mean, I work for a tech company. You want to come work for us? Because that sounds exactly what like my CEO would say, like <laughs> literally every day. Um, now that we have the, the Adidas deals done, the uh, the revenue partnership with Tampa Bay Entertainment Partners is done, what is the next revenue stream that, that might be able to be brought onto the program that's not something that USF is exploring right now? What's the next long-term revenue growth that, that you see? I'll have to keep looking at that. I mean, clearly, it's. It, I'm excited about that partnership with uh, with the Tampa Bay Entertainment Properties. I think that's a creative and unique approach because it's localized. Uh, I think too often, even with all great respect to the national companies that I've been been worked in partnership with, as USF has, when you get those national deals, that might create some revenue. But if there's not that again, back to that local engagement with a sponsor, or it doesn't isn't relevant to our local fans. Uh, you lose a little something, and it's not just the dollars, but sometimes it's the the extra benefit and the marketing promotional benefit you can get from folks. So the fact that uh, I I really respect the way that the Lightning have really captured the imagination of the Tampa Bay sports fan. They do such a great job in the community they, they, they currently uh, get that and if we can build that same excitement and follow that blueprint to uh, USF Bulls Athletics I think that's the right type of model to follow so to me it's like I don't know if there's any grand new horizon of revenue but again getting back to uh, making more of what we have access to and, and, and growing it uh, toward the indoor practice facility and the football center in general, uh, back during the spring game, your predecessor said we raised around $10 million. Is there an updated number to that that you'd like to share? Yeah, not that I can speak to now. I'll get briefed on it, uh, so I don't want to miss, misspeak. Um, you know, I, I've certainly heard that same thing coming in. I'm sure there's been more uh, raised since then, and a lot of meetings uh, in the first couple of months I'm sure I'll be a part of and have to hit the ground running on. So I don't have any real update other than I, there seems to be everybody I've talked to, literally fans, uh, any podcast people seem to be increasingly knowledgeable about the importance that we're placing on it they seem to want to help and, and now it's it's time in this next quarter i think to really get down to asking and, and having uh, you know hitting you know, seeing seeing more uh momentum behind that and seeing real dollars behind it one of your first uh one of your jobs when you were here the first time was student engagement and getting students out there at games engaged in the, mm-hmm. in the community in the process what did you learn from that and what can USF do to continue to grow that model? Because student engagement if, if it is the number one thing I think that we hear about, not just from students, but from the community. They feel like the students aren't as much a part of the athletic department. And we understand there are institutional challenges here. There are challenges with things like the Office of Orientation and, and how the, that happens and how students are brought on campus and um, how they are exposed that first year and, and how much a part of the student experience athletics is holistically by design. Mm-hmm. So there's challenges there, but what can you bring from your previous knowledge here and how this campus works to help increase those numbers? Well, I do have a lot to learn about what has been explored. I'm not, I'm not going to uh, lie about that at all. Um, but I do want to hear, because what I did find when I was here earlier is, is it, it, like anything, I, I take an approach of, of listening. You try to explain why things maybe can't be done and try to, uh, well, I don't like that approach about can't be done, but I like to, I like to figure out what can we do together. And, and the student involvement we had 
uh, granted it was 16 years ago, was one that uh, they wanted to get more spirit behind, particularly basketball at the time. And we, we found ways to, uh, uh, they created Greenbergopolis. We had people camping out. We had the I was one of, of those people. We had, we had, we had record <laughs> attendance uh, uh, at that Florida basketball game with the way we marketed the tickets and the way the students really got behind it because it became an event. And so we want to do that with the events at the Angling Center. We uh, Obviously, part of that comes with our, our teams doing you know their part and, 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 and uh, winning more, more often. And, and obviously, women's hoops has done that and men's hoops is, is, is heading in that direction. But uh, I've got to learn more. I've heard, I've heard a little bit uh, uh, how tailgating uh, can, can impact that and what we can and can't do with TSA needs to be explored. I, I've heard about the certainly we offer buses, but it's not really offered at the right times and the right not the right kind of service. And if that's the case, we want to explore that and make that better. Uh, so again, it's it's it is obviously a national problem, uh, a national challenge. I would say that uh, student attendance has become uh, uh, waning at, at almost every campus on in America, and we've got to turn that. I did see, you know, when you come to raw stats, at least I did see that more students came to football games last year than they did the year prior. But that's some, not something. To, you know, obviously, that's a good good direction to go in. But but to me, I'll be interested in, in learning from the student leadership and from all the impact, uh, all the. Imp- input on, I'm sure I'll hear socially and through other uh, mechanisms might be able to create for feedback to, to adopt. And I want people to understand when we when I seek and all of us seek feedback, we're genuine in that. I don't want people to necessarily, they have to realize that we can't implement every single idea that comes through the MK suggestion box, but but they will be considered and it might be something, maybe you can't do it now, but you can do it later or you just can't do it, but at least gets to something close to it. But finding a way to get our student, learning everything we can about what will make the students want to come to our contest to be a part of it uh, has to be uh, very high as a priority, and, and it will be. One of the things that your predecessor talked about in a board of trustees meeting that I attended, and I have literally heard crickets on since, was a rowing program in the USF Sarasota campus. Hmm. What do you know about that? Is that still on track? Um, because we haven't really heard too much about where that's going or what's happening. Yeah, I haven't been briefed that much on that yet either. In particular, I, I do know we will uh, between rowing and, and potential other uh, sports. I think it's going to be important for us to add. Uh, really pursue adding uh, women's sports in the uh, in the future to uh, uh, address some of our uh, realities with with Title IX, and uh, so uh, I'll be I'll be wide open looking at I think uh, between rowing, uh, between uh, the possibility probably have to explore some uh, maybe women's lacrosse, probably beach volleyball. Uh, again, these beach are volleyball. I, Colin's been. It's free. It's free Title IX slots, and I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's there. It's we already have an infrastructure in place. Like, generally, you have to add a coach, and we, we'll need to put build some courts. But you can do that at Home Depot. Like, it's just sand. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not. You don't need rocket science. So I, I've been saying that for a while. So. There's a lot to it. But I think, uh, again, there could be other sports we have to explore, too. But those three are, are ones that I think could be uh, uh, realistic in our in our facility world and, and, and play well to where our locale in the country and in the state. So. So your impressions so far of the level of engagement that is it about where people it's kind of a weird question, but were people more enthusiastic about your hire than you thought they would be? Were they were they trending in that direction? Did you feel like there's a buzz about the program that may not have been there before you got here? You know, it's hard for me to uh, assess that because I didn't I just, I just didn't know it, right? I just didn't know what it was like here. But I, I was really 
grateful for the response to that. So you never know when, when, a, when you know it's about to be announced or when you get welcomed at a press conference what it's going to be like. So you, you, you two are much better assessors of that than I, but I, I have felt just a, a whole bunch of momentum about it, uh, excitement about it, and I, I couldn't be more, more grateful. So to me, it just energizes me and finding ways for us and our staff to uh, – uh, get out there and, and, and do more. And I want our fans to understand our, our, the, the, the 200 you know, plus staff that we have and the 450 student athletes, as, as I know you're all our fans, they're, they're working their tails off. There's no question about it. Uh, but do we, can we work smarter? Can we work harder? Can we find more resources to, to bring more people in the areas that we need them? We're going to sure try and evaluate that and, and look at that. But I want everyone to know uh, Bulls Nation and the people that we have on board now are are all passionate about it. Now we just kind of kind of see if we can steer it in the right, in, in the right direction. But to answer your question, I, I can't be more grateful for the way I, I felt and, our, and my family felt that day to be so warmly welcomed. What is the biggest opportunity right now that you see? I mean, I know you're still in that preliminary phase, but mm-hmm. what is what's the the, the the thing that sticks out and goes, "We got to fix this first priority." What's the and, and I know you're still in the assessment phase, but where, sure. where do you think that is right now? Uh, for for me, and, and I'm, I'm encouraged by the way that uh, we've got uh, we've between the Tampa Bay Entertainment Properties relationship, uh, Adidas, and everything else. But to me, it's finding out more resources or more ability for us to engage. Uh, again, we we have a good core group. It's got to expand for us to reach our goals, and that takes. Uh, you don't when you do that, and you don't follow up properly, or you don't have the the right number of people or the right ways to interact, it can kind of fall short. And so we've got to. It's just like any business; you have to you have to grow it responsibly and grow it where you can basically handle the customer service and the fulfillment. And for us to grow the to grow Bulls Nation to the size that we need to, we need to uh, uh, properly plan and handle for the way for us to interact. And uh, right now, again, it's. I think we are. We're probably not reached our potential of what we already have. But once we max out the number of quote-unquote customers, donors, sponsors that we can have, then you, you, can, you need more to grow more. And uh, I think that's the way thing I want to assess our department and say, what, what can we do to get more human resources or at least in, uh, uh, technological resources to make sure we're interacting with people appropriately and, and, and help us with our growth? There's a couple sports that seem to continue to kind of lag behind in, in the state of Florida. There's athletes everywhere, but track and field across country seem to be uh, especially in the war of on I four, those sure. those points are they're they're basically already given away mm. in the past few years. How how would we yeah, I was going to say, we, we, for last year, uh, USF finished dead last in cross country in both men and women, and UCF finished 11th. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, how how do we improve those two programs? Those, like, how do we get them to the next level? Or, yeah, without without having time to fully assess it and even talk to our, our coaches about it, I, I can only imagine it has to deal with, with resources. Uh, so, it's not necessarily... Um, you know, looking at the staff resources, looking at uh, anything we can make available to them, it, just like it costs at the at the football level, it costs at the at the track level. That's a somewhat easy answer, but uh, again, we we want to get to the point where we can provide the right resources for every one of our programs to be successful, to be at the top of the American, and and that's one that currently isn't. And it's not fair for me to critique or analyze it until I can to know. But my approach to pretty much everything is, hey. If we're not giving you the resources to succeed, then we have to have different expectations. Right. If we give you the resources to succeed, then we have different expectations. <laughs> and that's where with clear uh, transparency and clear communication with all each of our programs, 
I think that's all anyone ever wants. If you give me a fair, uh, a fair team to, to battle with and, and the right resources, then of course I should be held accountable. Uh, if, if you're not getting that, then we're asking you to take blood from a turnip, and sometimes that's fair and sometimes that's not. But I think we all have to be realistic in, in, in looking at it, and if, we're, if we want different results, you got to do things a different way, or you might have to put uh, different things into it to help them be successful. Uh, baseball, uh, they had a top 18 RPI, mm-hmm. and USF they put in a bid. Yeah. to host a regional uh, and from people I've talked to it kind of hurt that they, they couldn't come up with the money or they decided not to, to yeah. even put in a bid to host when two, two programs behind an RPI similar records hosted and they actually got booted in the first weekend as well so it, it, will you bid for everything that you can possibly <laughs> bid on well, know this from my background. Uh, obviously, I, I, I know a great bit about event management at, at all levels. Uh, in a current role where I, where I want our teams to be successful, I know how it can be unique and special when you have an opportunity to host and what that can mean for our championships. So I can't really put myself out there to tell people I expect you to win America championships if I'm not going to do what we need to do to do it. So to answer your question, can I promise every single time? Uh, you never ever say always and never. But um, I would be very surprised if there's not an opportunity to take advantage with, with, again, when a special opportunity comes that you can come for the taking. And if you can galvanize the right people to help put together, we've got the greatest sports commission in the country, in my opinion. Uh, we've got uh, so many uh, specific donors and, and friends of each of our sports and programs that would want us to be in the best situation to win. So uh, I'd be very surprised if there was, uh, you know, outside of extenuating circumstances that I don't know why that decision was made, that we wouldn't be we wouldn't be fighting the host because I put, it, it puts our teams in the best opportunity to win, and that's what that's what I want to do. Well, Michael Kelly, hashtag Kelly Green and Gold. We're going to try and make that a thing. Um, thanks for doing this, and we are just know that. I think there is a level of excitement for those of us that are on the ground here every day. I think there's a level of excitement about the program that hasn't been there previously. I think there's more optimism, and, and you talk about that momentum and having to carry it forward. Um, it seems like everything is well on its way, and you know, this is this is why we're doing this. You know, we're we're coming up here because. Well, we appreciate you being here. Appreciate everything you've done for uh, to help help my transition, and uh, look forward to help, helping. Uh, Spread the word through through you and, and, and continue to work hard to absolutely to, so to like, help Bulls Nation. Anything you want to leak, you know where to. Yeah, you know just, we know where to leak. You know how okay. to find you know it. <laughs> leak it right here. You got it. You know, when you want to announce that ten million dollar gift for the athletic center, we are here to make We're sure here we get it first. He's on his way. He's, he's <laughs> slowly but surely. Twenty five hundred now. No, Twenty seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Growing as we sit here. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, guys. Nice. Appreciate Thanks. it. Really appreciate it, guys. That was fun.